0: Today is Monday, April 6, 2020. On this day in 1978, a team of Oklahoma law enforcement agents arrested 34-year-old Jean Leroy Hart. Hart was the main suspect for the notorious Oklahoma Girl Scout murders. The search to apprehend him constituted the largest manhunt in Oklahoma state history. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the search for suspected murderer Jean Leroy Hart. Let's go back to the afternoon of April 6th, 1978, just after 3 p.m. the eight-team crew of Oklahoma State Bureau agents picked through a leaf-strewn path in the dense woods of Adair County. They were investigating a tip that suggested Jean Leroy Hart was hiding in a cabin somewhere amidst the endless trees. But they didn't have much hope. The tip was just the latest in a never-ending sequence of dead ends and false leads. By April 6th, the search for Hart had gone on for 10 long months. In that time, the Oklahoma State Bureau had recruited psychics, super search dogs, and ex-Vietnam War veterans to aid in their pursuit. Reward funds had been raised, depleted, and raised again. The FBI had even provided the Bureau with hundreds of additional agents. All to locate Hart. All to no avail. Still, the agents kept going. They knew it was worth it. While it wasn't certain Hart had murdered those girls, one thing was undeniable. Jean Leroy Hart was a monster. He first came to the attention of law enforcement in 1966. Back then, the 22-year-old was working for a Tulsa Steel Company until he was accused of abducting two pregnant women and raping them. Hart pleaded guilty for the gruesome crime and was sentenced to three concurrent 10-year prison terms. He ended up being paroled after only 28 months. But Hart wasn't done. He was arrested again in 1969, this time for four counts of first-degree burglary. Hart was convicted of the crime and sentenced to 305 years in prison, but he had no intention of serving out his time. Instead, he sought his way out of the Oklahoma County Jail, escaping in September 1973. Then, after four years on the lam, 33-year-old Hart became the main suspect in what seemed to be his most monstrous crime yet. On June 13, 1977, camp counselor Carla Wilhite found the bodies of Girl Scouts Denise Milner, Michelle Gousset, and Lori Farmer laid out on their sleeping bags 150 feet from their tent. They were 10, 9, and 8 years old. All three were dead. The investigation that followed determined that the young girls had been brutally beaten and sexually assaulted before being killed. The case horrified the nation, everyone wondering what kind of monster would do such a thing. But Oklahoma state law enforcement had an inkling. They wagered that Jean Leroy Hart was the exact kind of monster they were looking for. So they searched for him for 10 long months until finally they found him. On April 6, 1978, after hours of picking through tick-infested woods, a team of Oklahoma State agents came to a standstill outside of a small wooden shack. They kicked down the door, and there he was, 34-year-old Jean Leroy Hart, alone. On seeing the agents, Hart tried to sprint out the back door. The officials raised their weapons and ordered him to halt. He froze immediately, allowing them to cuff and lead him out of the shack. And just like that, a manhunt that dragged on for 10 months was over in three minutes. Coming up, Jean Leroy Hart's trial divides a community. Now back to the story. On April 7, 1978, one day after being captured, Jean Leroy Hart appeared in Mays County Court to face murder charges for the Girl Scout slayings. Since Hart had been on the run for his prior burglary conviction, he remained behind bars as the prosecution attempted to put together an airtight case against him. According to an article written for Tulsa World by journalist Tim Stanley, The state's case hinged on two basic types of evidence, the biological, including hair and sperm samples found on the girls, which expert witness testimony linked to Hart, and items that could put Hart at or near the scene of the crime. These items were a pair of sunglasses stolen from one of the Girl Scout camp counselors, a roll of tape matching the kind found at the death scene, and a series of photos linked to Hart. All the objects were found in a cave just three miles away from the camp where the murders had taken place. However, there were a few flaws in the evidence. Firstly, an analysis of the sperm samples found on the girls didn't rule Hart out as a suspect. But because this was pre-DNA testing, it also couldn't conclusively identify him as the perpetrator. As for the evidence found in the cave, Hart's defense lawyer, Garvin Isaacs, accused the prosecution of planting it. His statement echoed the suspicions of many in Mays County. They believed that Hart was being unfairly targeted, set up to look like the perpetrator of a crime he would never commit. This is because, despite his long rap sheet, several people in Mays County, Oklahoma, considered Hart to be... A good guy. Before starting on a life of crime, Gene Leroy Hart was a football star at Locust Grove High School. His victories on the field had built him a lot of goodwill in town. After his capture, Hart's former high school superintendent stated that he just wasn't the kind of kid you would have thought would turn out bad. His old football coach seconded the sentiment, calling Hart the best boy he'd ever coached. Even Hart's former classmates chimed in, all of them confirming his kindness, politeness and good looks. They simply couldn't square the boy they knew with the crimes he'd been accused of. So Hart's supporters came up with an alternate explanation. They said that he was being targeted because of his Cherokee heritage. Hart's mother, Ella Mae Buckskin, gave interviews where she echoed this viewpoint, saying, My boy didn't do it. Sheriff Weaver wants to frame him because he don't like Indians. In addition to allegations of racism, Hart's supporters were soon accusing Sheriff Weaver of having a personal vendetta against the suspected murderer. They stated that Weaver was furious. Hart humiliated him by escaping one of his jails. Now he was accusing Hart of murdering the Girl Scouts in retaliation. The prosecution felt the pushback, but they weren't deterred. They felt their evidence was sufficient to convict Hart. They would go forward with the case. On March 5, 1979, 35-year-old Jean Leroy Hart went on trial for the murder of the three young Girl Scouts. Two weeks later, despite his history of violence and the evidence against him, he was acquitted by a jury of his peers. The prosecution was stunned. They were convinced they had the right man. Law enforcement called the verdict a gross miscarriage of justice. The parents of the slain girls were equally shocked. On recalling the day, Betty Milner, Denise Milner's mother, said, Everybody was crying. Attorneys, law enforcement agents, everybody. Everybody except Hart's supporters, that is. According to Milner, they shouted like they were at a ball game and their team had won. She stated that their insensitive celebrating hit her harder than the verdict itself. Still, when the cheers died down and the broken-hearted parents returned to their homes, Hart was taken back to jail to serve out the rest of his 300-year sentence. He died there just two months later, leaving the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders unsolved to this day. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Carrie Murphy, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Aaron Larson. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Abiyageli Adi Magu, with writing assistance by Nora Battelle. I'm Vanessa Richardson.